I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the official England podcast. I'm Adam Smith and we have got an absolute belter of a show to bring you. This might be all about the three lions, but today we've got five. Yes, five lions on the show. So let's get straight into it. Coming up in today's episode, we'll bring you the best bits from the press conferences with Ben White, Luke Shaw and PFA Young Player of the Year, Phil Foden. Yeah, I remember watching Gaza, um, unbelievable player, so it wouldn't be too bad if I tried to um, you know, bring a bit of Gaza on the pitch. <laughs> Dominic Calvert-Lewin was Josh's very first guest on the Lions Den and we'll bring you a taster of what to expect from their chat. The question on everyone's lips, what do you eat to allow you to jump so high? <laughs> I eat a lot of salmon. And of course, we couldn't possibly know what was going on at St George's Park without our man in the camp, Josh Denzel himself, filling us in. He'll be giving us all the insight from England's base shortly. And last but certainly not least, I sat down for an exclusive chinwag with England keeper, Jordan Pickford. We know they're top side, and, but so are we. It's about making sure we're fully prepared and fully ready to go into that game to get the three points and get off to a great start in the Euros. Blow your whistle, ref. Let's get started. Listening to the official England podcast. So it was a very busy day up at St George's Park on Tuesday as the team hosted its official media day. There was absolutely loads going on, and it was Ben White, Luke Shaw, and Phil Foden who are up for press conference duties. Here's what they had to say. It's it's mind blowing, really. I didn't really expect any of this to happen, and being in the 33 man squad was was enough for me. And you know, to to make it to the the final squad was unbelievable. The news like that is something that doesn't normally come around. So yeah, I was just speechless, really, and obviously uh, felt felt amazing. It's extremely special to to be able to make the 26 man squad. I think it's. You know, of course, down to Gareth, what he picks. I think there's competition all over the place, you know, which is brilliant for him. You know, he's going to have tough decisions, not just, you know, in my position, but of course, all over the park. So no matter what happens, whether I play or not, I'll be with the team fully 100% and do everything I can to, to help them. Whoever he leaves out, it's going to be top quality players that are going to be on the bench. So whatever he does, I think, you know, the lads are going to be behind him and just believe in him. Obviously, I've had like the same haircut for what seems ages now. So I thought I'd just try something new. And then um, woke up this morning with a lot of comparisons to Gaza and Eminem. So I remember watching um, highlights on the TV of Gaza, um, unbelievable player. So it wouldn't be too bad if I tried to you know, bring a bit of Gaza on the pitch. <laughs> Yeah, we heard from Phil Foden there talking about his new Barnet. Well, if you haven't seen it, where have you been? I can tell you that he has gone full Gaza from Euro 96. Skin fade at the side, full bleach on top, the lot. And it has erupted on social media. England quite simply tweeted the photo we've all been waiting for. And the England fans 
are buzzing about it. Incidentally, bit of a Smithy stat attack for you here. Paul Gascoigne scored his first Euros goal against Scotland at Wembley in the second game of the tournament at Euro 96. Phil Foden is, of course, awaiting his first Euros goal too. And, of course, England play Scotland at Wembley in their second game of the tournament. So... Is it written in the stars for him to emulate one of the greatest goals in English football history? And incidentally, my favourite ever England goal. With England's first game against Croatia fast approaching, things are really ramping up. And Tuesday saw the launch of Lions Den, hosted by the one and only Josh Denzel. Lions Den will be live on England's Twitch and YouTube channels every single day, normally from four o'clock. So make sure you tune in today. Josh's first guest of the new series was striker Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And here's a little taster of that show. When you first come in, it's important to know like the little things yeah. like what you need to wear and when. Yeah, yeah. And when I remember when I first came and I put my leisure gear on and I saw two lads in, in training kit for breakfast and I went back in my room and put my training kit on, but I didn't realise you can wear both either <laughs> or. To, to, so you're, to one of, you're, you're the guys like going down to dinner, everyone's in normal gear and you go, I've got, yeah, DCL. <laughs> 18. <Yeah. laughs> boots on as well, boots on in the yeah, long shot. What's I'm going to go, but that's just how it goes, you know. That, that feeling never changes, I think, no matter how old you are. Like, coming into the England setup, you know, you, you kind of, you want to make an impression on the pitch, but also you just, you want to know how, how the dynamics work at first, and it took me a day, you know, and then settled right down. And just like clockwork, I'm pleased to say I'm joined by the man himself, Lions Den host, social media influencer, all-round top bloke, my mate Josh Denzel. Josh, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. Sun's out here, SGB, the players are here, the, the atmosphere is building, it's, it's nice. Perfect. Now, you are our man in the camp. Now, of course, you did your first Lions Den show with Dominic Calvert-Lewin, so talk us through how the first show went and how Dominic Calvert-Lewin is going into this tournament. It was nice. Obviously, it's, it's one of the first things he did after arriving, so he kind of strolled over, uh, <laughs> Declan Rice in tow. And uh, yeah, no, we, we, had, we had a nice little chat about his first first kind of impressions of of SGP. He said he'd never seen it looking so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Love that. Exactly. So he sat down. We spoke about how kind of immensely proud his, his dad was. You know how who the first person he told us that he faced under his mum and his dad. And uh, yeah, generally we, we had we've had a lot of. Uh, it was an interesting show because it kind of covered a lot. It was like it was light hearted. You know what I mean? It got a little bit deeper when we're talking about uh, his first tournament and, and the hopes for it. So yeah, it was it was definitely good fun. And of course, today is the big media day up at St George's Park. You are there, uh, so give us an insight into the scale of it and tell us what's been going on today. Yeah, so we, I've seen I've seen the players. It's, it's almost like Noah's Ark two by two, kind of coming, coming, coming <laughs> past the studio, heading into a massive uh, futsal hall. And there's all all the different media in there that's doing I mean the team shoots today you've got you know there's a lot of green string stuff all you know all the stuff the fun stuff you see on TikTok I think I've, I've just heard uh, I need to check out the England TikTok because Declan Rice is uh, is is <laughs> live and direct on there doing something something a bit silly so you know St George's Park is, is is an impressive place anyway but when you've got a, a tournament going on and you see it in its full glory all the players in a good mood you know all the media in as well it's, it's a massive operation yeah I was going to say watching Lions Dan and seeing that, that you speak to Dominic Cabot and the guys that we've had on the podcast a lot of times you think all oh, do players enjoy the media they seem to be really invested and genuinely excited about getting involved in the media and, and speaking to us ahead of the, the, the tournament I don't know if you've found that but there seems to be a real buzz doesn't 
it? We just want this tournament to start now. Definitely. I, you know, every time I speak to the players, they're, they're, they're just excited. They're excited for it. They, they come past the, the Lions Den studio here, which is outside for us. It's right in the middle of St. George's Park. And they're like, wow, when am I coming on? You know what it is? I think it's, it's they're as excited as we are to be involved in a tournament like this, of this magnitude. And, and obviously, there's, there's that element of, right, cool, we've got to obviously do the business, but... I think what we showed in 2018 was you've got to have fun while you're doing it as well. Yeah, well said. And also, the other thing I want to ask you, it's absolutely boiling. We can hear the birds tweeting in the background. I can see. Uh, are you going to get to enjoy this weather? Because I know that I follow you on Instagram, mate. I know that you like, you've got your shades. You're a fashionable guy. You've got a lot of followers. You, you like to put the photos up. Are you going to get to enjoy this weather or is it work, work, work for you? I hope so. So far, it's, it's been work, work, work. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to catch a tan and I've got, I've got a few shots to do for lies there. But no, there'll be, there'll be some relaxation time. But right now, it's, it's, it's just obviously, it's, it's focusing on the show but yeah no, I'll have a little there's a little pitch and putt here on the set as well and there's, there's, there's endless box goals so every football fan knows the box goal is like the holy grail of football so I'll be uh, I'll be taking a few penalties in those maybe we'll have a little 5 or soon I remember the first time I played in a box goal You're so, it's so true that it just takes playing football uh, to a different level anyway uh, very quickly just tell us what's coming up next on Lions Den because you're like us on the podcast you're doing it every single day every single day live you can catch us uh, throughout England social media channels before 4pm Okay, unless it's a match day before PM, so that's when that's when you should be locked in. I can give you an exclusive for the Eagle podcast. We're going to have Mason Mount on set with us today, so oh. that's going to be a high energy show. Believe me, mate. Great to talk to you as always. Enjoy the sun, and we'll speak to you very soon on the England podcast. Pleasure, Smithy. You're listening to the official England podcast. In 2018, Jordan Pickford was one of England's standout performers at the FIFA World Cup, becoming an instant hero for his penalty shootout heroics against Colombia. And yesterday I caught up with Jordan, who revealed whether or not he'd step up to take a penalty in a shootout, who the toughest England players he comes up against in training are, which England player is rubbish at Fortnite, and whether or not he'll be getting the rave on this summer. Jordan, great to have you with us on the podcast, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Now, the sun is shining, the Euros are fast approaching, so talk to us about the mood in the camp. It's brilliant, you know, finally everyone's together now and um, arrived at SGP this morning, which is massive and it's got that Euro vibe to it, you know, for a major tournament. Yeah, talk us through today, because today is Arrivals Day, uh, so talk us through what you've been doing and what you've got planned for the rest of the day. Yeah, so we, we, got, we got here this morning, then... Um, we had a we have, we've had a meeting this morning, then then we've got a training this afternoon, uh, early evening. So looking forward to that as well. Let's talk about the squad, the youngest squad since 1958. How exciting is this set of players that Gareth has to pick from? Because there's a lot of exciting names on this squad, isn't there? Yeah, the ability and the talent. You know, you're seeing young young players. It. Uh, I feel quite senior for being only 27 now. So <laughs> yeah, the yeah the it's exciting. You know, the training. When we're, when we're trading with the lads, the standard is another level. And, and like you say, they're, they're, a lot of the lot of the lads are relatively young, you know, and probably, I don't know what the the majority is, but a lot of them probably is under 20, probably is under 23, you know. So it is quality. And we've got the senior lads as well, who's been around for a few years as well. So it's, it's, it's brilliant for us. Jordan, what I loved about that answer is your face when you said, uh, yeah, I'm one of the more uh, senior players and you sort of smirked then. And Harry Kane was our guest on episode one. He said exactly the same thing, that he's uh, 27, same age as you, of course. And he said that he actually feels quite old now because it's such a young squad. So do, do you feel the same? You feel like, like a bit of an old man, even though you're not, of course. <laughs> it's, it, it's mad. I was, I was never that young getting in the squad. So that just shows how much talent and ability uh, England youth has at the moment and you know and 
I think everyone in the in the England side now we've all been through the path with younger age groups as well yeah it's a good point that and let's talk about the gaffer he seems to have a great rapport with the players um, you know him very well you've been in tournaments with him you've also been with him at the under 21 so what's your relationship like with Gareth Southgate yeah it's good you know the, the, I think the manager's brilliant and he, he's, he's down to earth you can just have a chat with him you know any time and the best thing about it is we train we train properly and when we've got downtime it's relaxed and he wants he wants you to enjoy it and for me when I come away from England I love it I love the experience every time I come away to camp Do you feel there's a bit of a responsibility on your shoulder and some of the more senior players to, to help the lads settling because a lot of them haven't played in a major tournament before and obviously you were part of a really successful tournament last time around so do you feel there's that responsibility and what sort of conversations are you having as a senior player with some of the younger ones? Well all these younger lads now that the winning trophies at the club you know Yeah true so they're getting that experience and that that's massive in itself but we've a few of us a lot of we We've experienced the Russia World Cup and we, we, we knew how good that was and where, where it can take you, you know. And so I think we can pass them messages on of being away a long time, away from home. But it does, it's irrelevant because every day if you're training, you're training properly. But the the environment and the setup we have, it, it's great. It's about being able to enjoy it, you know. You mentioned the World Cup there. How proud a moment was that for you with everything that went on in Russia? It was just an amazing tournament, wasn't it? That that really, the whole nation got behind. How proud were you with how well England did? Yeah, it was great. I think that tournament, it was all about getting the fans back, you know, and yeah. you know how passionate the England fans are and we wanted them to enjoy their moments with us and um, we created that for them and um, to see the England fans and seeing everything back at home was just so special seeing all your friends enjoying it your family enjoying it and having your family at the games it was just a great moment and that that's what you want more of you know and we've got another opportunity now and with the games at Wembley as well it's just going to be another special occasion yeah and of course you're the only England goalkeeper in history to win a penalty shootout in a world cup you must have been buzzing with that night yeah it, it is great and um and I, I saved the pen the missed one Eric Eric scored the winning one but there's a lot of hard work goes into it as well and the the backrooms have to do a lot of hard work and I've just got to make sure I, I, I feel like I go the right way and if I go the right way I'll, I'll give myself that best chance to save a pen so hopefully in this tournament we don't have to go to a penalty shootout but we'll be well prepared Yeah I was going to ask you about that are you and the other keepers doing a lot of preparation with regards to studying opposition players practising penalties having opposition taking you in penalties is that a big part of what you're doing in the build up to this tournament? Yeah I think it'll, it'll start filtering in slowly Um but like any any game I play in the Premier League as well, you always do analysis on the on the opposition penalty takers as it, as you would do free kicks etc. So it's all it's always there for you to look at. So I'll be doing my own research on that. And of course, you have saved and scored penalties for England. Uh, so are you going to put yourself forward to take a penalty if it goes for shootout? Because we've seen what you can do with your laces. Yeah, of course. I'll um, make sure I put plenty of practice in taking them as well. You need to be there for the team if if called upon. I'll I'll step up and take one. But you know, the, we're going about talent. You know, the, there's a lot of quality finishes in this group, so might be put down the pecking order this time. So you might be put down the pecking order, but if it comes to it, you would put yourself forward to it if if needs be. You're saying? Yeah, I'll do everything in me in me right to um, practice and make sure I nail the penalties in training to. 
be confident if if Tierton won. I want to speak to you a bit about uh, your position as, as a keeper and how it differs because you are the first goalkeeper we've had on the official England podcast. So talk us through training and how it differs. Um, I mean, are you with the group a lot? Are you mainly with the other keepers in doing separate drills? So talk us through, I suppose, a typical training day for a keeper. Yes, typical typical day. We'll tend to go out a bit earlier, you know, with Marge and the other keepers. Then we normally have like a set time. We normally have about 35, 40 minutes together as a group. We'll have 35 minutes of getting our proper goalkeeping work in, our detail and technical work in on the opposition, what we think we need to do, what they do more, if they put a lot of crosses in the box, if they do a lot of cutbacks or longer range shots, you know. So we'll we'll, we'll block all that in, in around the 35 minutes we do. Then... Maybe two of us might go with the team, and the other two will stay behind do some more handling. Just depends all on the session, what's planned with the team. We tend to do our big block of work in that th- first 35, 40 minutes. Right, so you're training harder than anyone, is what you're saying. The keepers have a, have a lot to do throughout an average day. I love to hear that. Um, and, of course, when you do train with the squad, you, you said it is, it's, the, it's the best players in the country. We've seen um, some of the shooting drills that England film and put on their social media channels, and the standard looks amazing. As a keeper, who, who are the toughest players to come up against in those shooting drills in training? Take your pick. <laughs> really? Is it, is it really like that? Yeah. Obviously, Harry. Harry Kane's... An incredible finisher. You've got Marcus, who's an incredible finisher, but his power on a ball strikes unbelievable. So sometimes it could be a finger break with Marcus, but um, they've all got them top quality finishers in. But I've, I've got to say, Harry's up there, you know. Is he one of the best players you've ever come up against in training or, or in games, of course, because you play against him in the Premier League with him? For is Harry Kane that elite? He's one of the best players you've ever seen, is he? Yeah, ha- Harry, yeah, he's, he's elite, you know. He's that eye for goal and... Any angle, you'll fancy yourself to score the goal. So as a goalkeeper, you've just got to be always prepared. If he gets that half an inch, he'll be having a shot, you know, and he's got that eye for goal, which you've got to be prepared for, and um, he's, he's, he's outstanding at it. Yeah, what's a player? Let's talk about some of your other teammates. Harry Maguire, of course, he must be gutted to be missing out on the opening games. Is he still a big presence in the team, though? Because, of course, he's, like yourself, another one of those experienced players. Yeah, you know, he's a, um, he's a leader for his club, and... He, he's, he's a leader around around here as well with his presence and he's working hard to be fit now but to have him around the place is brilliant as well he's a top lad as the rest of the lads are you know we've got a great group yeah everyone says that about Harry Maguire top lad um, Ben White as well another player that's come in uh, a relatively new addition how's he settled in? yeah well I think by his two performances coming off the bench playing mm. holding midfield for 20 minutes first game and playing a full game against Romania the other day I think Brilliant, and that just shows when when you're coming to England, the environment's just it's there for you. And of course, Dominic Calvert Lewin, fellow teammate of yours, uh, are you pleased uh, for for him as a teammate that he's in the England squad? Is he a good mate of yours? Yeah, Dom. Yeah, he's he's done brilliant at Everton this year and deserves his chance this to be in the squad. I think he won all the awards at Everton and scored. I think it was his best goal scoring season this year. So. so it's, it's brilliant for Dom and um, for Evan as well. Let's look ahead to the games then. First game against Croatia, of course, we think back to that uh, iconic semi-final that didn't quite go England's way. Is that a game that you're still hurting from as a player that played in that game and England getting so close to a World Cup final, of course? Yeah, I think it's always going to hurt. Um, but we learned a, ma- a massive a lot from that, you know. A lot of us never been experienced uh, major tournament football before and all we can do is learn, you know, you never stop learning and you take a massive learning curve from that, that game and we're not the top side and but so are we, you know. It's about making sure we're 
fully prepared and fully ready to go into that game to get the three points and get off to a great start in the Euros. You mentioned fully prepared there. How are the preparations uh, differ or do they differ from the World Cup? And is there more expectation because of how well England performed in that World Cup? Do you feel more pressure going into this one because of how well England performed? No, I, I, I just, the talent we have and the, if we're right and we're fully prepared like we will be, it'll just give us that opportunity to go and show, showcase what we can do, you know, first things first, keep a clean sheet and let the talent and the ability of top go and create the opportunities for us to score goals. And of course, we were speaking to Harry Kane and Calvin Phillips about what they're doing in their downtime. Big part of the tournament as well is what you do to keep your, your, yourself busy, I suppose, when you're not playing games. Calvin Phillips said he's going to be FaceTiming his family. Harry Kane's got Game of Thrones, a lot of episodes to get through. So what is Jordan Pickford going to be doing in his downtime? Fortnite. <laughs> is that right? Are you won the Fortnite Brigade, yeah. Go on, who's in the Fortnite gang then? Definitely me, Trips and Walks will be on the Fortnite a lot. So it'll be good then. I will I will be FaceTiming me, me, uh, me family, <laughs> me missus and me little one a lot as well. You just wanted to get that in to make sure that you will still be speaking to your family as well. Yeah, first, first things first, speak to my family, then Fortnite after. <laughs> I love that, getting your priorities right. Yeah. Um, who's the best at Fortnite then? Go on, who's the number one? You can say yourself as well. Well, I know I know Mountain's meant to be decent, but I've never played against them. But I always fancy myself against trips. It's light work against trips. Is it really? Trips not got a lot in his locker with Fortnite? Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fuming about this. But yeah. <laughs> He's probably going to hear this as well. He's going to come on at some point. He needs to get practising the love. Does he? In terms of pre-match preparations, who, who looks after the sort of the music? What sort of tunes you're listening to? Talk us through sort of match day. Uh, who's in charge of that? I think we'll all pick our own, own tune or two, you know, and it'll be on a play, playlist in the uh, dressing room, I think. But for me, I'll, I'll have my headphones on when I get till I get there with, with my tunes going and get them out there and get uh, prepared for the game. Go on, what are your tunes? W will we be seeing Jordan Pickford getting the rave on at the Euros? They're already on my boots ready for the Euros, so... Are they? You've got them on the boots again? Yeah, I've got them on the boots again, so... Love it. Yeah, there'll be some some house music and some some bounce. Does that get you pumped then, does it? Because I know, you, I know I've spoken to you before, you love your house music, don't you? You absolutely love it. Yeah, I, lo I love it, yeah. <laughs> I won't be too pumped ready, I'll just be... It'll probably be an, uh, a little bit of a chilled vibe. Get, keep myself nice and chilled, ready. But there'll still be house music. And the other thing I wanted to ask you, big news today from the camp, Phil Foden's new hair. Have you seen it? He's gone Gaza from Euro 96. And I've got to say, the fans are absolutely loving it. Have you seen uh, Phil's new barnet? And uh, what do you make of it? Yeah, it's decent, isn't it? He's gone for the Gaza special. <laughs> Brilliant. My brother sent me it this morning. I was going, can't be real. Really? You didn't believe it? I, I, I was looking at the photo thinking, it's just off a while back, but yeah. He's went Gaza special and uh, we, I think we all know, like you see there, the, the fans will be buzzing off it. So, yeah, but a bit rascal. Is it a bit rascal? Okay, has it inspired Jordan Pickford to, to do the same or to do something similar with your hair or are you, you sticking it as it is? It looks very good at the minute. I've just gone for the slick back now, lad. I used to have the short back and sides, but slick back it is now. Love that. And final question, of course, you're playing at Wembley in front of fans. So that must just make everything... Uh, so much more special, particularly given the year that we've had playing football without fans. Yeah, it, it's going to be special. We were talking about it the other day with the lads, even 8,000 at the, the Riverside the other night, singing the national anthem, you know, and with the fans behind it, it was great. Fortunately, we've got fans, but unfortunately, we can't have a full stadium there for the first game. But for the year we've had, um, at least we're getting that opportunity now. Jordan, absolute pleasure to speak to you as always. I look forward to seeing you get the rave on, hearing your house music and seeing what haircut you're going to provide for us. Absolute pleasure, mate. All the best for the Euros, mate. Cheers, Smithy, mate. Thank you.
Okay, that's it for today on the official England podcast. Thank you very much, as always, for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with an exclusive interview with Kyle Walker, as well as all the updated news from the England camp. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a show as we come to you daily throughout the tournament. Come on, England. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.